You're listening to Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast with your boy e yeah, what's up, everybody? Your boy E-Man from the Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast coming at you. Another live stream, and, yo, I really got a banger tonight. Got my guys here on with me. First and foremost, I got Jim from the Fan in the Van Podcast. I got my man, Jack Garrett, with two T's, by the way, right? You good, dude. Two dudes with Sports News Podcast. Also, these two guys collab on a banging podcast, man, that covers uh, Steelers and uh, Jaguars, the Steel and Teal podcast with Jim and Garrett. So uh, what's up, gentlemen? Thank you for jumping on tonight. How you guys doing tonight? Good, man. Appreciate yeah. having us on. Yep. You know, we're going to we're definitely got to go and we got to dive in today on the uh, on the on two divisions. Right. Which is there's a reason why you guys are on your you're pros at this. We, we got to do the AFC North predictions. Uh, I know uh, Jim is a big, big, uh, you know, Browns fan, so that's why I'm having him on. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know you like that stiff arm in the intro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, we're going to do the uh, oh, the AFC South as well. Uh, that's why, I think, Gary, I know you're a big Jags guy, you know what I mean? So uh, we're going to kind of break down, you know, just tell the audience a quick uh, a quick outtake here. We're going to go through predictions. You know, uh, any, anything you guys want to share regards to the biggest surprises of the season, we got to hit some fantasy content, players, breakouts, all that good shit, and anything else that comes back to mind. Uh, and, you know, again, audience, you're you're ready for – you're going to be – these viewers who are viewing tonight, man, are going to be in for a treat because these guys uh, hold back, no punches, and uh, it's not for the weaker hearing, okay? So let's get popping, man. Without further ado, guys, we have uh, – the season's about, it's going to start about a month, right, more or less, right? Mm-hmm. Where are we at? September 27, a little over a month. I forget when the first week is. Uh, so, long. yeah, I know, man. It's crazy because, I mean, I can't wait to just watch, uh, you know, Red Zone for like nine hours and my wife be upset at me when it's every Sunday. Because... <laughs> <laughs> In the morning, I'm doing a podcast with some other guys, right, about, you know, uh, sitting starts and all that shit and, and, and betting like about an hour and a half. And then there's a little bit of a break and then, boom, I'm on the couch. And, you know, the kids are all. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know if you guys it's have the same religion, man. Pretty it's much, a religion. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. She's, she's used to it by now after like 12 years. So, you know. So let's let's start with the uh let's start with the uh which should we start with the FC North? Right, Go Jim? What do you think? But let's do that. And I guess let's let's Jim take the bat first, because that's Jim's bread and butter, baby, the Steelers. Um uh, Jim, what can you tell us, man? First of all, let's go easy on this, right? Who do you think is gonna win the division? Right. And listen, you can be as optimistic as you want being a big time Steelers fan. Well, being optimistic, I mean I did have the team winning the North as the Bengals, but we've seen earlier today, obviously, Joe Burrow with it supposedly is a calf injury. We we really don't know, but I still think even if he's healthy going into the season, the Bengals are one of the hardest teams now to beat in the AFC North, and that's something that really couldn't be said for a long time. So I think the Bengals come out as the AFC North champs, but the Steelers are right there taking the number one wildcard spot. I think the Ravens take a bit of a step back. And a part of that is I don't think you're going to get a fully ready Odell Beckham Jr. And the Browns, as always, will be in the cellar. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You think the Browns are for sure it's going to be in the cellar. The Browns are definitely going to be at the bottom of the barrel, right? That's, oh, uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't care who they get at this point. I don't care who they have. I mean, Miles Garrett could play balls to the wall all year be defensive player of the year, and Cleveland's still going to be the fourth best team in a stacked AFC North. It's just, it's just what it is. 
It's what history has proven year in and year out since Cleveland's existence. Cleveland has less than five winning seasons, if I remember correctly, since 1990. Wow. Yep. <laughs> 30 years. My, to, to put that in perspective, uh, my team's been around for 28 years, and we mm-hmm. have more winning seasons than Cleveland. Wow. Yeah. Hey, man, you guys started existence. early with the Brunel days. You know what I mean? I, we did. I, I was a stud, man. Stud. I'll take it. Yeah, shit, I'll take Brunel now with the Giants over time. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you it's like funny. Daniel Jones? Nah, I like Danny. I like that. Danny's gonna do it right, man. Danny, I think I think Danny just needed a good coach, and uh, I think we finally have one that actually knows what the hell he's doing when he's calling plays and, and, and coming up with the schemes and stuff like that. Uh, so the Cleveland Browns seven and ten last year. You know how Deshaun Watson, uh, uh, he, you know, all that guaranteed money, and there's no surprise here how much he struggled. Right, that guy hasn't played like almost two years. You know, gets in the field. How much of a difference do you think he's going to be this year after finally getting some of the raw stuff uh, last season? Is he going to be the same Deshaun that looked in that MVP form where it actually took the Texans uh, to the playoffs and even, you know, had Kansas City on the ropes? Uh, history after that. What do you think? Uh, is that a possibility? or? I don't think he fully gets back to that MVP type Deshaun Watson. Does he get close to it? I think he can, but a lot of things also factor into it. Like, pretty much his whole offensive weaponry, you know, as far as his wide receivers and running backs have to be healthy the whole year. The line's got to protect them, and they have to have a good offensive scheme. And even with all that, they're still going to be a below 500 team. I don't care what the delusional Browns fans say. That's just where they're going to be. Just where they're always going to be. They're always going to be in the cellar. They're always going to be owned by the Ravens, the Bengals, and my Pittsburgh Steelers. They hate it or love it, but that's what it is. What do you think, Gary? Is he, uh, does he have a, a chance to be you know, close to that Deshaun that he was before or not even? No, a... no and it's because it, the reason why, and I, I said it on an episode with Jalen and I a while ago. Jim, I don't know if you and I had talked about it or not, but I don't think so. Because in the action he had last year, it looked like he hadn't even picked up a football for the entire two years he wasn't playing. Which, and I'm it may be an understatement, maybe an overstatement years. I don't care. It's he looked like he hadn't picked up a ball. And I understand you can't simulate game speed, but you can simulate throwing motions and muscle memory and everything. I, I've gotten into it with people on. If I have the patience, I'll I'll get into Twitter fights with people and I have the time. It's like that old Incredibles meme where it's just Mr. Incredible sitting in the car like, yeah, I got time. <laughs> I got the patience for it. I'll, I'll jump in on it. And it, it's muscle memory is super important in this game, and it looks like he he's lost almost all of it. So knocking the rust off, I feel like, is – I don't know. I feel like it's an understatement. I just don't think he's there. I think he's going to be – he's going to be Zeke Elliott 2.0. He's literally just going to – he's got his money. He doesn't care anymore. That's a fair point. Uh, you know, I never looked at it from the point of, uh, you know, being comfortable financially. Uh, definitely, yeah. I think from a skill level, I saw a lot, I saw a lot last year, man, that, um, yeah, a lot of it was rust, but a lot of it was also not, I think upstairs as well. I think this whole, you know, cases, and they're still pending cases, right? You know, at least I think he's still got lost or similar years left, or I think he said, well, I'm not too sure, but I think this whole ordeal with the, uh, you know, the, all, all the, um, well, the cases he had pending on the massage thing and, you know, the whole sexual harassment crap and sexual abuse. I think it also affected him mentally, which a quarterback needs to be as sharp upstairs, right, as it is physically. Yeah. 
out of the field, right? Because, I mean, to me, he is the guy, right? You know, there's so many plays that he has to memorize, that he has to go through, other, you know, all the successions and all that stuff. And he looks slow. It was, is that just me? Like, you know, he wasn't getting the ball out as quick as he used to do. And he's not known for his arm or anything like that. He has athleticism. He's not like a super killer athleticism like Lamar Jackson or, you know, Jalen Hurst or, or even Justin Fields, right? But he's athletic, right? He just looks slow yeah. overall from a throwing motion, uh, from just the successions of plays and all that stuff. That's that, and, I, and I think it's just a matter, a combination of both, right? So I agree with both of you. I think he's going to be okay, but I don't think he's not going to be – he's going to be a shell of what Deshaun Watson in Texas he completed 58% of his passes last year, which is down uh, 12% from the year before. Like, he's he's That's not the, the same player. He's not the well, same player. That's from the last time he played, too, because he also decided to sit out because, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't like what Houston was doing because they told him, you know, well, you know, you could have a, you know, a hand in picking the GM. They went and they hired Nick Cesaro from New England. He didn't have a hand in that. Then he wanted, you know, a minority head coach, which is, you know, hey, that's fine. But then you pick, what's it, Dave, Dan Cooley, whatever his name was, the worst yeah, coach I've ever seen. And he's just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm, I'm sitting out. I'm not playing. I don't blame him for that, but that, that's the start of why he's not the same. Even though he can become the same Watson he was in Houston, that plus all the off-field Mm-hmm. situation he's got going on, I agree, does play a mental factor into his on-the-field play. Because you're not, you're not escaping that. Mm-hmm. You're never going to escape all of that. It's always going to be there. It's always going to be talked about. You've seen when Cleveland went to every stadium last year. That's all it was discussed. You've seen all the, 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 the Browns haters out there with the massage tables out and the you know all the shirts making fun of Watson. And you're never going to escape it. And people like us don't help it because that's what we talked about. It was a lot to shout about. That's probably be the I mean, only time you ever somewhat defend the douchebag. Well, the biggest thing with it too, like it, it's to me, I feel like quarterbacks in the NFL have the same mentality that a, like a closing pitcher or relief pitcher has. Closing pitcher in baseball, for sure, just related to another sport because mm-hmm. closing pitchers can be used time and time and time again. You may have given up, you know, the game-winning home run last night. Uh, in the 11th inning, but guess what? You're back on the mound again tonight. Block it out. Never happened. Go back, you know, shut them down. Like it's, and I, I got into it with somebody before. It, it's the idea that drives me crazy. People well, the pressure's higher on him. Like, no, it's not. The pressure's high on everybody. You have, especially the quarterback position. It doesn't matter what city you're in. I don't care what anybody says. You can be in the smallest media market and the biggest media market. You have one of 32 jobs mm-hmm. in the world and it's starting quarterback. I don't care what city you're in. Spotlights are on. If you can't block it out and the lights are too bright, then you're not going to succeed. And right now the lights on him are way too bright. He can't, he can't hold it. And if he proves me wrong, great. If he doesn't prove me wrong, cool. I'm right again. It is the most important position in football. That's why they're not Peyton Manning. is not doing a show on running back. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> you know, it, Nobody's going to watch that, right? There's a reason yeah. why. They went after a scrub who's washed up in, uh, in Mariota, you know, middle-of-the-road kind of guy who's been choking all his life. But, by the way, I became a fan of Kirk Cousins as a person after watching this damn show. I don't know if you guys watched the whole thing. And, of course, the GOAT, you know, fucking Patrick Mahomes. Now, I love Kirk Cousins as a person. I And statistically, he's a fantastic quarterback, but statistically doesn't always win you games. 
And I'll take here's the thing though. Kirk will never win a Super Bowl because they're always played after 415. Yeah. <laughs> you get a 1 p.m. Super Bowl, Vikings could do it all. They can go completely undefeated. Yeah. But now that it's 415, I don't know. <laughs> that was going to be with him, man. Poor guy. They're never going to let that live. You know what I'm no, saying? Well, I mean, start beating it. Beat the record. It's There's a reason why all these jokes come about is because, like, you statistically play like shit after 4 o'clock. <laughs> I don't know if you need a bedtime or something or you need, a, like, a 4 a.m. or 4 p.m. nap. Like, what's up? But you're not – you don't play right. What they should do is tell Kirk that the game is at one, even though it's at four, Ooh. and just up his clocks and just yes. make it look like it's at one o'clock, and then he'll be the greatest quarterback ever. Set all the clocks in the stadium to or to one o'clock game time. That'll be perfect. I think. I yeah. think Kirk is, Kirk is definitely Philip Rivers two point right? He's gonna have all these damn numbers, yep. right? In the top ten or the top seven or eight yeah. quarterback in the history of the game, and not reflect any type of winning. I mean, right now, Justin Herbert is Kirk Cousins 2.0, if you look at the numbers, right? Because don't even though it's been three years, you know, you got You guys came back on him last year. I, don't like, I like Herbert. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll, I, yeah. I, I will cook kid every day of the week. I don't care. It, it's And now he's making an absurd amount of money to have the market, to man. be a statistical wonder. It, market, it's okay. great. You're making a ton of money for, you know, your zero playoff wins. Um, your barely 500 record, which is true. He's 25 and 24 as a career quarterback. So I don't know. Yeah, what happened is that you either pay him or you got to pay. I'm trying to think, you know, you got Baker Mayfield starting and fucking probably for the Bucks, right? Well, you, you know? could have picked up his fifth year option, which would have been fine. He would have so uh, he wouldn't have walked if they picked up a fifth. He would have been fine. He would have yeah, made. He would have, he would have like, definitely played the market and make it harder on him. They just, you know, it's one of those things that sign the guy, even though you know he hasn't proven for you. It's just one of those things. I mean, like you said, statistically, if you look at his numbers, the guy's insane. He has like he's a first in a bunch of categories in the first three seasons of his career. Mm-hmm. But you know, hey, it's the Chargers, bro. They're they're they're, they're going to charge. Uh, they're going to do what they're going to do and be mediocre the rest of their career. So, Gary, real quick, uh, Jim, you said. Uh, who's taking the division again? You said definitely the um, right said- now. As long as, as long as Burrow injury isn't significant, the Bengals will win the AFC North. I have to be optimistic. I can't sit here and be that Homer Steeler fan that thinks that we're going to go undefeated and win it all. You you, you got to be realistic, and you got to look at everything kind of eyes wide open instead of like blinding everything else and just Steeler everything. So to me, the Bengals wind up winning the AFC North. I hate to say it, but I gotta be—I gotta be real and honest about it. Okay, like that Falcon with the little hood on, where it can't see anything until you take it off. <laughs> You're right. You gotta see what's gonna happen with his calf strain, right? I mean, if, if it's just a, a you know minimal, he's gonna play because last year he was injured also when he started the season. You know yeah. what I mean, no news for tomorrow. Yeah. So I guess we gotta wait a little more. Yeah, he'll be fine. And, and for me, Jim, I agree with you for most of it. I, I think the Bengals take it. it. It's their division to lose at this point. Um, I do disagree with you on second place. I think it, it, no no hate towards the Steelers. I just think Baltimore's better. And the reason why is now Lamar has weapons, so there's no excuse. And I'm not saying OBJ after a year off is going to be the prominent weapon. I actually we'll, – we'll get into this later. O, OBJ comes up later for me. Um, but I think Zay Flowers, who also comes up later for me, is right now in camp. He's he's a dog. 
You've also got Isaiah Likely, so they don't have to run a lot of three wide receiver sets. They can run a lot of two tight end sets and be fine. I think Baltimore's second place, Pittsburgh's third, and as usual, Cleveland is garbage. Um, you know what? <laughs> well, that we can all freaking agree on. Cleveland's we can all garbage. agree on that one. Except for I the Cleveland fans rumble. Um, I think the, uh, the, wild, the, the, cra- the factor here for the Steelers, for me, Jim, is definitely how the Ravens are going to play, right? Um, yeah. Lamar Jackson, healthy. I mean, we know what he could do with nothing. So now he actually has some weapons on the offensive side. I mean, Rashad, uh, Master Bateman, he, uh, he actually has to be healthy and, and – um, and play yeah, that's another. <laughs> you know, he that, that dude had skills, but you've seen him. The, the, the short sample size, I mean, he started on like a house of fire. He's he yeah. is a little bit of a one trick pony. He's you know, most of his points and his production was from big bombs last year. Then he was out for like the rest of the season. Uh, yep. and, and Zay Flowers, a rookie, love that kid. I, I you know, seen him in college play. Uh, OBJ, listen, I'm not an OBJ fan, no, uh, he's not either, but... seven or eight games. Uh, and you got to call it a day, right? And then Mark Andrews, but I think there's still enough around him. Uh, to, I think, maybe propel him over the, the Steelers. Now, I'm not saying that the Steelers cannot make the wild card because I think no. this AFC North can be can be the NFC East of uh, last year, you know, where uh, the Giants, the Eagles, and and uh, Dallas Cowboys all make the playoffs, right? So there's, there's a good possibility this division is, is that good, you know. If, so. if Lamar gets hurt again and Tyler Huntley has to start, if you look at the numbers last year, they actually averaged – 14 points on offense per game when Tyler Huntley's under quarterback. I think it was 17 with Lamar, right? Something like that, right? Uh, it was 20 something with Lamar. It was an extra yeah. touchdown, basically. But 20, it like, 20, I think it was like 21 with Lamar. Yeah, it was 17 yeah. average overall, I think. But yeah, you're right. 14 and 14. Yeah, it's an extra touchdown. I mean, it's still, that, that's a whole, that's an extra seven points you got to overcome. So, I mean, that that's hard to replace. Yep. Which, I mean, that if, if I'm Lamar, that's the easiest contract argument I have. You know, if I go up there and it's like, hey, yeah. look at this. Look at this. <laughs> I'm here. He's here. Like, what? What are we doing? Listen, dude. I, I, we, we. There's a lot of talk about Lamar. So I work in Deerfield Beach, which is right next to Pompano, where Lamar grew up. Oh yeah. Up. I got a bunch of guys that work for me, right? That went to high school with Lamar and know Lamar from the neighborhood, right? And mm-hmm. um, they say that he's a heck of a guy, which he, I do. I, you know, a lot of those guys do things. That he comes back. He spent a lot of time in, in, in where he grew up, which is a really rough area in Pompano Beach. Um, and uh, he comes back and does a lot of things for the kids and all that shit. And they say he's a very simple kind of guy. There's a reason why he doesn't have an agent. You know, has his family, which I think it's stupid, but you know, he, he has he does his own thing, which it worked out yeah, yeah. not great, but it worked out this time around. Um, but I, I think him as him as a player, I think he has a lot of balls, dude. And I, I I appreciate the amount of work that guy put in from year one to year two. It was insane how better he got. That's one thing he does have in my book over uh me, Hurts, and, and any of the other kind of like similar quarterback, Justin Field. The guy works his ass off from the offseason, yeah. you know, yeah. what I mean? and he always improves year after year and we've, we've seen it so healthy i think he's the one and the ravens are kind of like the that uh, outlier right in between that division whether who's gonna finish second or not or that so but again at all it's all based on what's gonna happen with joey money man so yeah yeah all right good deal man hey so now let's why don't we jump to uh garrett's uh hometown over here baby of the uh, afc south man what do we Garrett, we got we got to tee it off with you, brother. All right, well, give us it, give man. us your predictions. All right, division winner, give us give us a surprise team, a bust, you know, any anything you want to shed light on, man. This is this is your home right here, baby. Let's go, Jack. So here, yeah, here's where I'm at. I'm not gonna scream Duval because I live in an apartment complex. Not only my neighbors freaking out, um, but <laughs> Duval's exactly. But like the thing with it too. So for, first of all, 
we haven't had a team to be super proud of in a very long time. That's not saying we don't all, you know, love the Jaguars in Jacksonville. You know, we're, we're a diehard fan base. Um, if anybody wants to see that, go piss off a Jaguars fan on Twitter and see what happens as the entire community just swarms you. Because yeah, no, you, like a, you are, you guys, you guys are passionate, man. I mean, Florida fans, yeah. football, they are, even, even when they suck. Trust me. I, I saw a lot of Dolphins games on a first move down here. And, oh yeah. What, yeah. Oh, we we bashed Phil Sims for going after uh, one of y'all, one of the Dolphins fans that one or was it Phil Sims? What it was his idiot son? Sims, right? his son. Someone, yeah, I the dumbass, him up. Dumbass, dumbass, the, the, the idiot son. His yeah, yeah idiot son uh, for making. Oh, oh, yeah, man. yeah, you know, man, he's mean to me online. You're a dude. <laughs> we have 400 followers on our Twitter page. I think I buy hate by the barrel. I don't care. <laughs> Let's go. Anyways, Jacksonville's winning 12 plus games this year. There, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, we do we have, we, we don't have a super hard schedule. We also don't have an easy schedule. Um, we just got Calvin Ridley back, uh, who is now, after looking at camp, it looks like he's playing on, you know, easy difficulty where everybody else is playing on, you know, all Madden or all pro or something like that. And he's playing on rookie. Like, he looks different. And what everybody likes to talk about is, oh, you know, he had a down year the year before. He goes, yeah, he only played a couple games. If you look at his best year statistically, 1,400 yards, nine touchdowns with a broken foot mm-hmm. the whole season. He's so the he reason for Julio Jones was not fucking resigned. Exactly. Year, right? So that – and it was fucking Julio Jones, maybe not prime Jones, but close to that. He wasn't that far off, right? It was a year mm-hmm. or two after that. So that sets a lot no, of – No, they played it the same. And I, I think – so we didn't – I mean, we lost Marvin Jones – senior who I, I love or Marvin Jones. I love Marvin Jones. Uh, um, I wish him nothing the best of Detroit. Um, love Marvin Jones, but now we have Zay, we have Calvin and we have Kirk. So we now have a three headed monster at receiver. Um, we have Evan Ingram, easy ease, finally back at tight end and he's here for, you know, here to stay. So I'm, I'm good. I'm good. We drafted uh, and Jim, you and I have talked about before after the draft, you know, we didn't make a lot of big splash sort of like, you know, sexy picks in the draft because we didn't need to. Teams that are teams that are rebuilding Titans draft quarterbacks, uh, Texans, Colts, all of you are rebuilding Titans fans. You're rebuilding. You just don't know it yet. Um, (laughs) The Titans are the are the guy you see with the comb over Mm -hmm. who's got like it's all here in the middle, but he's combing over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Titans fans think that by crushing a bag of chips, you make more chips. Like, that's what's happening right now. Like, this <laughs> – it, it's – look, and I'm not saying – I'm saying this like the Titans aren't going to win second or third place in the division. I mean, that's what it is. Jaguars are winning 12-plus games. Titans may win eight or nine. Um, it's going to be between – Titans can be second or third. The second, third, and fourth is going to be a lot more of a shootout than a lot of people think it's going to be. Texans have the potential to make a huge 180 this year after having one of the worst records in football. Um, go from three and thirteen to maybe a yeah maybe a seven win team. And the Colts, Colts all depends on Richardson. If yep. AR can put it together and learn and kind of what what a lot of people also don't know is someone who grew up a Gator fan too and watched a lot of Gator football last year. We had a lot of drops. Offense wasn't called very well. If he but he's got. I said it. I've said it during a draft. I've said it during everything. Richardson, quarterback wise, has the lowest floor in this draft, but he also has the highest ceiling. Mm-hmm. The kid, if he puts it together, will be just fine. Also, his little brother has a deeper voice than me, which is absurd. <laughs> I, I don't know if y'all heard that. 
say about Richardson, he's not a mistake like Trey Lance. No, I and it, right, you know, early, you know, you move down, yeah. you know, right, you know, he's not. I, a I don't, I don't know yet. I don't know if he's going to be mistaken like Trey Lance or not yet. But it's my biggest thing with it. And Trey Lance looks like he's starting to put it together. Looks like it. A little late for that. Yeah, I know it's a little late because Brock Purdy's apparently back throwing at camp. Like that—that's Purdy's team. He's one more. His stats are better. It's fine. It's over. It's Brock's team. Big, big confidence. Brock, as George Kittle calls him. Um, But, (laughs) (laughs) but like, look, Jaguars win the division. It's honestly a shootout between the other three. Um, If the Colts and Richardson can put it together and Leonard stays healthy, the Colts can easily fight for number two. Um, I think Texans are going to sit around that third spot and it's going to be between uh, the Colts and the Titans to really gun for number two. Okay. If the Colts can't put it together, they're dropping to bottom of the division. Um, I think the Titans are going to, Derrick Henry is once again going to drag them to a somewhat competent season. Um, it certainly won't be on the arm of Tannehill or Levis, um, the, the mayonnaise eater himself, uh, which I love seeing their fan base hype him up and their Twitter page hype him up. They're like, well, Levis putting it work in the offseason. He was throwing like out routes. They threw like five passes. They did that I'm last like, year with Malik Willis too, man. You saw that yeah. in the preseason. Holy oh, shit, I know, but the Lamar Mangles and shit. And look what happened with him. Well, my favorite was like if what they did with this one was great because everybody was dragging it. Because if you look at the actual video, three of those passes were out of bounds. <laughs> so you throw me three, you show me five passes, and three of them aren't catchable. Like what's happening? Two of them for sure. One of them maybe. But like, so we're looking. He, he's two for five, and your highlights. <laughs> what are we talking about here? So like. It's look for me. Jaguars are winning. It's it's our division. It's our division to lose. Absolutely, absolutely. And so you th- you don't think there's gonna be? A, and I think I know your answer. There's no wild card coming out of the other three teams out of here, right? <laughs> no, not really. There's not a wild card coming out of the three or other three teams just because the rest of the AFC is so loaded. Okay. I don't see an uh, I don't see a wild card coming out of the AFC South. I, I think AFC South Jaguars are clinching, and that's how we're doing it. Chiefs are obviously gonna clinch. What happened there? There we are back. Okay. Don't know what happened. <laughs> I, don't know if it was, I, I was I was touching my iPad, dude. I wasn't like I, I was nowhere near your Oh the Chiefs freak the Chiefs fans got upset when I mentioned their name. Um, <laughs> exactly. No, it, 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 look, it was I was praising you guys. You're gonna be fine. Granted, if Mahomes if somebody playing Madden hits that sidearm Mahomes throw for a touchdown on me, I'm throwing yeah. my controller through the wall. I don't care. Um but yeah, it's just with all these other, with the strength of the AFC, there's no way that another team in the AFC South makes it to the playoffs outside of the Jaguars. It's just That's how it is. Fair enough. Fair enough. Jim, what do you think, man? I mean, for sure, uh, I think it's kind of, kind of clear. I got. What do you think? I got to. Um, I I agree with it. I mean, the Jaguars just have so much upside right now. They're the only team that's not rebuilding in the AFC South. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Colts. I think. To me, would be it would be a surprise if they land in second place over Tennessee. But you're also banking on obviously they're not going to start the year with Richardson at quarterback. It's probably going to be Mullet Mania and Gardner really? Minshew. Okay, and then you're asking you're Texans fans are asking a lot out of C.J. Stroud mm-hmm. in his rookie year when they're in a complete rebuild all around. But the Texans, to me. They had the best draft. They had they the did. best. They had the they best did. draft because you got because you got the second best quarterback. You then turn around and got one of the you, the, you, uh, was the offensive lineman, a defensive lineman, and Will Anderson. Yep. You picked up wide receivers that you needed. Yeah, 
You got him, and then you picked up uh, Jimmy Ward in the offseason for your secondary out of San Francisco. You got D'Amico Ryans as your head coach, mm-hmm. who isn't proven yet, but if he's anything like I think he's going to be, he could probably be, and this is, I'm probably going to get dragged for this, he probably could be the next Mike Tomlin. Really? Wow. I see. If, 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 only if, only if Houston can win. That's the only way he becomes the next Mike Tomlin. D'Amico was going to be what Robert Sala was supposed to be. Yep. Because uh, Sala got a start in Jacksonville. It's not a shot at Big Bob over there, but like it's Jets fans, you haven't won a Super Bowl since we went to the moon. That that's at, that is correct. You haven't won a Super Bowl since we went to the moon. Like no, you're not winning. You're not winning ten games this year, let alone winning a Super Bowl. <laughs> like, I I don't I don't get it. I it, it, I don't know. I'm I'm not getting into it. This this isn't about the Jets. I, I'm I'm holding back some of my strays that some of these teams are catching here. <laughs> you not mentioned the Jets. I got I got to pipe in a little bit in here, right? Now, I'm not a Jets fan, but I think Houston on paper is has had the draft that the Jets had a couple of years ago, where they developed, you know. Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, yeah. Gardner. That's got the same same way, you know. They got the except for like the quarterback. They also got the quarterback, right? So yeah, Stroud, uh, Stroud will be not, able to do something with it. Exactly. So on paper, man, they look like they should be the team oh. that it should be the most improved, probably team in that division. Because uh, I think the Indianapolis Colts, like you said, I, I, up to me, uh, Anthony Richardson has all the tools, man. He's a freak of nature. Uh, however, he's definitely a project, right? I mean, he, he's raw. Time to develop, right? He's raw. He's very raw. I mean, he does have like all the arm strength. He's fast, right? Can move in the pocket. I think it's just the whole timing from, and like you said, it's because he's gonna have a lot of games, right? He's one of those mm-hmm. guys that hasn't played a lot. And when you go from, you know, college to the NFL, things move like three times as fast, right? So that's where the adjustment period comes in for him. Um, and then, like you said, yeah, the Jacks for sure. I think that this division is so clear. Cut the Jacks are definitely taking ours. Tennessee will probably. Yeah, we'll finish second. I mean, uh, Derrick Henry is going to, you know, he's going to have so much, so many back problems at the end of his career uh, from carrying this crappy ass team on, you know. I, I said the other day that Derrick Henry should have the entire offense of the Tennessee Titans on his tax returns of dependence, right? Because he's yep. freaking supporting every single one of them. They're his children. fucking refund every year, man. Like, you know, times a thousand here, bro. He's, dude, he's the reason, he's the offense, right? I mean, he said, I got independence. one is the offense, you know. Yeah, dude, I don't know, man. I mean, Danny Dimes. I mean, yeah, he's no, you know, he's no fucking Mahomes or anybody else. But he, he still, he still rushed for like you know seven hundred yards. He still, you know, rushed for seven touchdowns. I mean, the, the Hill, I mean, you got what you got to get from Hill already a few years ago, right? That's you know, hey, like you struck lighting in a bottle that one year. You're done. Henry's, Henry's got more kids than Philip Rivers. Absolutely, dude. I mean, he he could open up a freaking. Uh, uh, <laughs> A freaking uh, we call that uh, an adoption agency if he wants yeah, to. Know exactly. what I mean. Which, and I, I can already hear some of the AFC South fans, the Colts and Titans, you know, and all them, you know, getting upset. Like, look, I, I, yeah, we had one great year, which is fair. But look, as someone who's been in the bottom for a while, like it is a long road from the shit house to the penthouse. Yep. But that fall back down is quick. <laughs> Look, you, you guys, like you said, you don't, you have the quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you just had a shit show that first year. That's sunshine, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, sunshine. He's from California. Yeah. I got <laughs> That's a great fucking movie. You're right. It's a great fucking movie, yeah. bro. 
we had I urban night a couple of nights ago. I was had nothing else to watch and I couldn't fall asleep. And I think I killed the whole thing and then I couldn't get up for the board the next day. But oh, anyway, yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, you you guys have the tools, right? You got your running backs, you got your wide receivers. Calvin Ridley is coming up this year. You didn't need to go draft another wide receiver. You didn't need to go sign another wide receiver for you. see, you already had Calvin Ridley. Yeah. And like you said, I, I look, he's he's a sneaky pick for me. We're gonna talk fantasy, but that's one of the guys I'm eyeballing, right? Because his mm-hmm. draft position is so fucking great at where he's at to be picked. So. Um, absolutely, man. I agree with, uh, you know, both of you guys. Uh, we will we'll definitely got the Jags and everybody else just uh, trying to play for a second. So, yeah, so, guys, before we move on uh, to the, um, uh, which we'll call here, to the uh, fantasy content, right? Jim's favorite. Uh, I, I, have a, I have a question here to ask Jim because this is, Jim, this is a hypothetical question, right? This is a, if your life depended on it kind of question, right? All right. If your life depended on a massage. You got two options. Who would you ask? Who, which, which guy? Who would you take guidance from? Robert Kraft or Deshaun Watson? Your life depends on it, brother. Who, who you had? The only two options you got. All right, it's a massage, bro. You value to the right spot or where and whatever the case may be, bro. All right. It's simple. If I go with Deshaun Watson, I got twenty-six plus fucking allegations on me, so I ain't going that route. I'm going Robert Kraft. And Robert Kraft's gonna flip the bill for it too, so I'm going for the, I'm going for the works. There we go. Hey, hey you know, hey Robert Kraft, you know, he knows the menu real well, right? So he probably, you know, gets, uh, gets, gets, he's he's probably gone up and down the menu a couple of times in his favorite uh, eatery, Rub and Tug Slap. Oh, he definitely has. You could tell. That's why he always walks around with a smile on his face. That dude is a man, bro. I mean, God, my name. he's the king of New England. I mean, that guy, yeah. he can't do no wrong. Look what happened, bro. That's it. Slap. Nobody's talking about this shit. Everybody was talking about the show. Was this guy's like, nah? There was Robert. They talked Kraft. about it for. They talked about it for a week. That's it. That's and then it. he's like, are, "Are we done?" And Belichick's like, "Look, we're on to the next scandal in this league. Yeah. We're done with this." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so uh, Bill Gates. Uh, I mean, Bill Gates. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Bill Belichick sent him a freaking video of something, right? Because he probably has videos of so much fucking tape that he's taken all his career, all the teams and shit. <laughs> Before we move on to the next one, guys, let me—I gotta let me just tell the audience about uh, about uh, my sponsor, which is BetUS, uh, where the game begins. Uh, go check the link in the description uh, and go ahead and you get up to. If you click on that link and sign up, you're gonna get 125% sign-up bonuses. Uh, and here, let me play a little clip here for my sponsors, and then we'll be right back. I've been to 56 straight home games. I've tailgated 61 times. I've been to 31 practices. I've collected 17 autographs. I've had 27 beers spilt on me. Make that 28. I've got one sports book. I've got one sports book. I've got one sports book. BetUS.com. Sign up at BetUS and get a massive 125% bonus. All right, we are back. Now, fellas, uh, let's move on to some fantasy content over here, right? So this is pretty, you know, again, give your best shot, right? What I'm looking for is based on this division, and it has to, you know, give me who you think, right? And it could be one from each team if you want to. If, if there's nobody from the team that fits in these categories, your lock, locks meeting, that player that if you draft, he's, mu- he's going to be a must-start week after week, right? You got your breakout player, the individual that, Man, he's had a hat that career, but he's this year. He's it's gonna be it. He's gonna break out and be that you know top ten, top fifteen kind of player. Sleeper, the scrub that you don't 
you know, shit, he's, all of a sudden this guy right here is going to give you some games and he's coming out of nowhere, right? And then, of course, your boss. Boss could be somebody that, yeah, you know, you're gonna, he had a good season last year, or, but he's going to be a bust this year. So, again, uh, you give me a player, you know, one from each team, whatever the case may be, I'll, I'll give you my take in regards to that, or just throw, throw names out there that you think, and just give me a reason why you think that. So, uh, let's start with, of course, the, uh, with, with North, with AFC North. All right, Dave, let's go. You're, you're on board. Let's go first. Oh, where we start with the North? Yeah, yeah Jim. You hear me? Oh, all right. Yeah, I know. I hear you. All right, so. <laughs> Jim's the sleeper I mean, this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm the, I'm the sleeper this year, you know. Uh, obviously, for the Steelers, my lock, I, I have to do it because I think now that they've beefed up this offensive line, Najee's going to have the breakout year that we all know he could have. Najee is a lock. Bookmark this episode. Do what you got to do. Najee. Draft him. He's getting you at least 30 points a week. Take it or leave it. I'm just telling you that's what he's going to do. Um, for the Bengals, it's going to be Jamar Chase, obviously. Um, the Ravens, I'm going with Mark Andrews as the lock because that's always Lamar's go-to weapon when he has no other option. And Lamar can kind of just throw it anywhere and Mark Andrews just suddenly appears. He'll disappear and then appear like he's the friggin' Flash. And he's right there and he'll catch it. The Browns was kind of a – it's a real simple one, Nick Chubb. Okay. I think to me, Nick Chubb is – he's probably the only guy on the Browns that I can actually like as a player that it would be hard not to pick him as a lock for the Browns. Nick Chubb um, is the Steeler mold, you know, that kind of play. I would love him and Najee together, but, you know, that ain't never going to happen. Nick Chubb very quietly puts up phenomenal numbers. Yeah. That's the best part. Yeah. He's not flashy. He just – he reminds me of, like, an old school back where he just, like, yeah. runs it down the throat. That's exactly and, like, what he I, so, I being in Georgia, like, I know people who know him, and he – like, how he is on, like – the field where like he's just very quiet unassuming like apparently that's just him and i haven't spoken to these people in a minute but like that's just him as a person from what i hear like he's just a quiet unassuming guy who just happens to be a football god uh you know speak softly carry a big stick and his big stick is his freaking uh you know running ability and you know, yep. middle so any uh any sleepers any breakout or any give, give me some bust because i want to hear your bust give me some bust your boss is going to be fucking entertaining. I'll give you a pass on the Steelers. The bust, the biggest bust is going to be Cleveland's defense. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I don't care that they went and got Zadarius Smith. He's going to wind up getting hurt at some point. Miles Garrett's going to get hurt at some point. Okay. Um, Denzel Ward is decent in the secondary, but some of these guys he's going to have to go up against are just going to – they're going to smoke them like a New York City rolled fucking blunt. That's just what's going to happen. I don't care what Browns fans think, say, drag me, at me on Twitter all you want. I don't care. Bust Browns defense because I just have to pick them. That's why. Okay. <laughs> I don't think the Ravens – I don't think the Ravens really have a bust on their team. Mm-hmm. Just like the Bengals really don't either. So you really can't pick anybody from either of those two teams. Um, 
I can pick one for the Steelers up. Okay, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Give me a pause. Um, I want to hear this. It's, it's going to be Darnell Washington because he's not going to be utilized as a tight end. Okay. He's going to be utilized as that sixth offensive lineman. That's all they drafted him for. They didn't draft him because he could catch. They drafted him because he's built like a friggin' tank and could just toss people around. And that's what they need on that offensive line to help yeah. with the run game and right and run two tight end sets and have him as the as the sixth as the next offensive lineman. So yeah, that makes sense. A, offensively, he's a bust. Pickett did get sacked a lot last year and a shitload of concussions right next to Tua. So I mean, uh, yeah. you got to protect that quarterback. So yeah, yeah. Wait, hold on a second. Before you move on, what do you think of Pickett? What do you think of Pickett this year? Realistically. I think, realistically, I think he's going to take a major step up. Not because we, the fan base, think he has to. Mm-hmm. It's because he needs to. If he wants to, I, I've, I've said this before, anybody who's going to replace Ben Roethlisberger has to replicate what Ben Roethlisberger has done. So to do that, Granted, yeah, Pickett didn't go undefeated when he came off the bench to replace Trubisky. But if Pickett, now that they've got a beefier offensive line, they went, they got Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Deontay, Deontay Johnson's one of the hardest working guys in the offseason. And to bash him for his drop passes when he had the least amount out of the top wide receivers in the league is, to me, a bit of unfair criticism. But if they can just all gel from week one on, Kenny Pickett has the highest ceiling of an improved year from last year. To me, Pickett is better than the alternative. It's where I have him right now in my book. You know, I, I do like the toughness, though. He, yeah. uh, he's a tough kid. He's a tough kid. Definitely a tough kid. And uh, you think Pickett is going to have, you know, Pickett could be a breakout player in your in your division, I mean, apart from the uh, Najee, I think Najee is definitely a lock. I think Pickens can be yeah. a breakthrough because I think it, he's his success is gonna, I, I, to me, it's gonna probably translate to the success of uh, Kenny Pickett. Pickett, because Pickett, oh. yeah, well, without a doubt. But the thing is, Matt Canada's got to call the right offensive plays Absolutely. that utilizes George Pickens. I mean, if I sit there, if I'm sitting there week one and I see 13 fucking jet sweeps, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to hashtag fire Canada right. Get in there, and everybody in the Steelers fan base is going to agree. I'm done with jet sweeps. Get Pickens the ball. This guy, this kid, could catch anything thrown at him. We've seen it last year. You've seen glimpses of it. That guy's got dog written all over him. That he could friggin' catch anything you throw at him, and he plays with such an aggressive mentality, right off the line. So he's got to know how. <laughs> kind of like you know you got to mastermind the bitch right in order to get pickens involved here yeah i oh, love I, I agree with you on on a lot of things the one thing i don't agree with you on is i i don't see how do i put this i think what they do and what what this offense is. And part of the reason why Deontay Johnson got so much hate is because a lot of those catches or those drops came in crucial situations, which it is what it yeah. is. So that's why a lot of that heat came forward. I think you guys, if you're smart based on what y'all are trying to do, end up running a system similar to either of what 
you know, the Gronk and Hernandez Patriots did, which, you know, we don't, I, I don't, yeah, not getting into that. Run a system similar to that, or you run, you know, you, you look at Arthur Smith's offensive play calls when he was in Tennessee, because you have a, you have a Derrick Henry type back with Najee. So if you're smart, you're going to run either an offense that's similar to which Matt Canada is not. Um, I say that as, you know, I'm sitting in a chair in an apartment while he's probably sitting in his mansion uh, getting ready for, you know, practice tomorrow. <laughs> he's smarter than me. But it's the thing with it is like it's running off or an offensive system like that where you rely heavily on the run game. You rely on those two tight end sets. And I'm actually I, I agree with you on your Darnell Washington pick, too. I knew you were going to pick the same guy as me. <laughs> I knew it. You're going to get all these UGA fans drafting him. Oh, he's a great tight end. You know, he, he he's actually, he's better than, you know, Brock Bowers, but Brock Bowers, the best tight end ever. Type, like You're going to hear a lot of that, but you're, he's not going to be used like Fryermuth is. He's going to be used as a blocking tight end. Yeah. He'll get maybe two targets a game. Maybe three. If, it's if that. Yeah, it's not going to be that much, especially right out of the gate. Awesome, man. See, see, Jim, bro, you, you you didn't do bad with giving me some locks and stuff like that, man. You know, come on, man. It's, it's fantasy football. People forget that they get caught up on the fucking points, right? I mean, at the end of the day, it's still statistics, right? You still got to play it. Uh, yeah. You translate it to sheet, man. You know what I mean? So, Gary, come on, man. <laughs> give me give me your uh, your takes on here, man. Locks, sleepers, breakthrough, buzz, whatever you have. So I've got the only, only thing in north, then we'll move to the south. I got you. For the north, for me, um, so locks from each team for me. Bengals, if Burrow's healthy, it's Joey B. I mean, there's no other way around it. Dude, put he, he's behind Mahomes only in every category. And now with these wide receiver threats, it's going to be ridiculous. So he's going to, if he's healthy, it's Burrow. If it's not Burrow, probably Jamar Chase. But that that's about it. Mixon is too much feast or famine for me. So I'm I'm not, but he's not my bust. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, for the Ravens, it's actually going to be Zay Flowers. And this is the one I might catch some heat for just because everything I'm seeing in camp, everything we saw leading up to the draft, everything, it looks like he's poised to be what Hollywood Brown was supposed to be. You're locking him, right? He's your lock. I'm locking him. He's my lock for the Ravens. Okay. Uh, Pittsburgh, it's Najee. There's no way around it. And for Cleveland, it's Chubb. Okay. So, I mean, those guys are absolutely going to dominate. Uh, sleepers for me, um, Irv Smith for Cincinnati. He's going to take over that tight end one role. So I think he's going to sneakily put up some points and everybody's going to be too focused on um, who's the dude uh, from Pitt, their wide receiver, Boyd. going to be focused on Boyd. They're going to be focused on Jamar. They're going to be focused on Higgins. They're going to be focused on Mixon. No one's going to look at the tight end when tight ends in Cincinnati put up the not, you know, top 10 numbers, but they'll, they're sneaky point producers in Cincinnati. Uh, Ravens, my sleeper is going to be Gus Edwards because there's no way in hell J.K. Dobbins makes it through a whole season. No. Nope. Um, so it, it's Gus Edwards. Probably Gus um, either. So it doesn't matter. You know, you might. Well, we start with Gus. Um, I would think Pittsburgh is going to be Kenny Pickett. I think if Matt Canada can find a way to use him, he'll be great. Uh, maybe not great, but he'll be a good quarterback. And then for Cleveland, it's Jerome Ford just because Kareem Hunt's gone and someone needs to take over that Kareem Hunt role. And he could fill those shoes there. Uh, for bust, it's going to be Charlie Jones, who's the rookie uh, the Bengals took out of Purdue. Okay. Because how the hell is he going to get playing time <laughs> behind Higgins, Boyd, and Chase? There's no way. He's going to be a bust, which, I mean, he's a rookie. You don't expect him to play right out of the gate. And he's an insurance policy. You bring him up slowly. I get that. But like he, 
don't draft him. He's not playing. So uh, for for the Ravens, it's OBJ because I don't know. No, it's it's OBJ, which I think I think that's where you had him for your bus, too, which is why you said you were going to mention OBJ earlier. Yeah, I, certainly want it was not going to be on locks, sleepers or breakouts. <laughs> no, I'm looking for the OBJ over under games right now. I don't know if it's out yet to bet for the season. I, that. Um, I think I might be able to definitely get the younger. Oh, for it. sure. Um, for Pittsburgh bust, it's Darnell Washington. Cause again, we talked about it. He's just, he's not going to be used like tight end one and he's not tight end one. He's tight end two or three, and he's not going to be used as a pass catching tight end, even though he can do it. He's not going to be used like that. And then my bust for Cleveland is Watson. Okay. Uh, Cause I feel like a lot of people are going to draft him too high. He's got Amari Cooper. He's got Nick Chubb and he's got nobody else. It's <laughs> nobody else. <laughs> I could have gone Donovan Peoples Jones. I could have gone David and Joku. I don't care. I think it's because those those are easy. No, those think are about easy. It, right? A bus of so Deshaun is in the is in a high caliber, right? So mm-hmm. not being almost Deshaun Watson's status like he was before that for you know that production that's a bust. That's a bust. And the reason that's why I don't go in Joku, the re- yeah, the reason why I'm not going in Joku or Peoples Jones is because Peoples no. Jones will have maybe three good games a year. And Njoku, for some reason, is the most respected tight end that's done absolutely nothing his yeah. entire career. Like, it, he, he hasn't done anything. The UM guy, <laughs> bro. I love tight ends in UM. Well, and everyone's like, oh, he's such a great tight end. I'm like, but he hasn't done anything. Charlie Whitehurst was a great backup quarterback. <laughs> He'd have to do anything. Charlie Whitehurst. Good Lord Jesus. But no, th- those are my lot for for breakouts. Like I, I think breakouts and locks can also be the same thing for the Ravens. It's going to be Zay Flowers as the breakout. Yeah, yeah. Um, unless Lamar plays a whole season, and then I guess you, it's more of a comeback type thing. Yeah. Um, for Pittsburgh, breakouts probably going to be uh, Pickens because I feel like he'll be used right this year. Um, for the Bengals, I. I that's a tough probably one. probably Irv Smith again because I think he's going to be a breakout because he I mean, he's been in the league for a little bit but I mean he's also going to be a sleeper I think the Bengals are probably that's the best bet because Mixon isn't a breakout player Mixon has you know seven he's good for seven eight good games a year Burrow is not a breakout Jamar Chase is not a breakout Higgins is not a breakout Boyd is not a breakout and it's not gonna be their defense it's not gonna be their own line so it's got to be the tight end um as for Cleveland I I can't think of anybody. Uh, you know, there's, there's I, such a thing that if you don't think of anybody, you don't have to mention anybody. For this no, I know. I, just, I, don't, I don't know any people. There's such a thing I, as I not a any people. Right? You know, it's a day, you know, in your application. So there's usually uh, where there's such a thing in football and fantasy football as well. C's man. get degrees, man. C's get degrees. Got it, brother. I, li- I fucking <laughs> You know, just, just before we move on to the to the, uh, the South here, the AFC South, I'm just giving my take. Um, definitely, uh, but I'm going to start with the Bengals, right? To me, healthy, Joey, Burrows is your is your lock, right? Now, here's where I think their bus is going to be. And I'm comparing it on where he's got to get drafted because he's like, I'm like number 30 wide receiver, number 25, it's Higgins. Higgins slowed down last year, and he's very dependent on Jamar Chase not being there. Um, and he didn't have that great of a season that he had the year before. And towards the end of the season, man, he slowed down a lot. So I think Higgins, and when I mean bust, he's going to have a, a decent season compared to other wide receivers. But I think he's going to have as good season as he had a couple of years ago, even so much as he started last year. So uh, I think he's going to be my bust. He's going to surprise some people. Believe it or not, my breakout 
because he is going to be used a lot. And I think with uh, Samar Piran being out, uh, being gone, he's also going to get used a lot in the passing game. I think Nixon has an opportunity to get a lot of touches, man. Uh, you know, not just not just carries, but I think he's going to get a lot of receptions. Uh, he's going to be used a lot in this offense. So, you know, I'm, I'm throwing him as, as my uh, as my breakout uh, for that team. Um, and, you know, like you said, Jamar Chase can be put as a locket ball there. You know what I mean? So, um, look, in your case, a sleeper in that team, I, I'm going to go with Earl Smith. You know, he's he hasn't lived up to the potential. You know, he's kind of another – and Joku, man, this guy has all the tools, right? You know, mm-hmm. the guy's athletic and run. He hasn't lived up to that you know, potential yet. He won his third year in the league, I think. Is that what we're Something at? Something like that, at? yeah. Yeah, so um, last year he was – fantasy football was high on him, and he fucking left everybody down. So yeah. that's where I'm at with the Bengals. Uh, the Ravens, I'm, you know, I'm definitely – I'm going to – you know, quarterback-wise, I got to go with Lamar, man. I think Lamar, he's getting paid. He's one of those guys knowing a little bit about him from, you know, the local the local fan base down here in South Florida. Uh, I think he's going to come back, and, and he's, he has something to do because that's the kind of kid he is. He's very, he's very competitive. Uh, he's one of those guys with a chip on his shoulder, and I think he's definitely a lock on that team. OBJ bust, forget about it. Man, I don't even like going to details with that. He's lucky he got traded like you know with the freaking Rams, who kind of deal with the devil most likely, and you know gave up the firstborn to win the Super Bowl with all the trees and all that shit they mortgage. So um, uh, pretty much, man. I, OBJ is a complete fucking bust. Uh, uh, breakout wise, uh, from there I like break. I like sleeper Zay Flowers. I think Zay. Dave Flowers is going to be because everybody is thinking he's third fiddle, right? OBJ, uh, you know, Bateman, and then freaking Zay Flowers, right? And then uh, well, maybe Mark Andrews. I'm sorry. Mark Andrews, OBJ, Bateman, and Zay Flowers is going to, you know, he's got to get the start of the crumb. That dude is, there's going to be some injuries there with OBJ and and and, and Bateman as well because he hasn't proven to be on the field as often, right? He's availability has been right. the problem the first two seasons. And that's what Zay Flowers, I think, is going to. It's gonna benefit. He's gonna be getting a lot of targets. They're gonna have no choice. But the, I think the kid is. I think he's he's capable. Uh, like you said, you know, he was a great player in college. You know him. I think he's gonna be a sleeper that's gonna have that kind of a really good rookie season. He's gonna he's gonna come up with a lot of people that don't expect it. Um, Another one could be Isaiah Likely. Absolutely. You know what? That's right. That's right. Isaiah Likely played really really well last year. All right. In limited and in limited touches, he played very in, in limited games. He played very very well. Absolutely. He's he's, a, he's like a Mark Andrews, right? You know, just more athletic. He could block. He was a Jaguars player. We let him go. Exactly. Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry. That was um. That was uh, Josh Oliver. My bad. Okay. A- another yeah. Ravens tight end. <laughs> they love to block, man. So you know, uh, Browns, man, for sure. Deshaun's my butt. My my lock is is uh is definitely Chubb. And sleeper in that team, dude. You know, sleeper will break out. It all depends. I think Amari Cooper can have the possibility to, you know. You know, maybe crack a thousand yards this year receiving. I mean, we'll see. Because uh, he could get a thousand yards with Sean Watson having a, a subpar year because that he's that kind of player, right? He's still pretty. He's still a heck of a receiver. And you you notice what Dak went through last year without having Amari Cooper there. You know what I mean? I know Ceedee yeah. Lamb and Bud Gallup. You know, did not come back the way he's supposed to. You know, that was that was just an investment that did not work out well for them. And um, you know, we'll see with Brandon Cook. So you can see what what a difference maker he is. He was with the Dallas. Uh, and I think he's going to be a, a, actually a, a help for Deshaun Watson anyway. So uh, I think he might be my sleeper slash breakout for that team. Uh, your Pittsburgh Steelers, Jim, uh, absolutely. Najee Harris is going to tell everybody. He's going to tell everybody. He's going to come back and prove everybody that last year was just a complete dumpster fire because of the play calling, bad offensive line, everything just at the same effing time, right? 
Um, and look, he came on really, really hot at the end of the year. That was same Najee from his rookie season. I think Najee is going to have a great year, one more year uh, with Pickett, who played about, what, eight games last year or something like that. So it's, I think I see a lot of that. Yeah, let me, yeah, let me tell you something. I, I think Pickens, it might be – see, this breakout for me, I think it's going to be – and I hate to call it a breakout because last year, you know, it was just – again, it was just a dumpster fire. But I think I think uh, Deontay Johnson is going to – it's gonna go ahead and have that. He's gonna lead the league in freaking uh, in targets, man. He's gonna get targeted. He gets targeted a lot. He's gonna lead the league in targets again, and probably in reception. And he's gonna have more than you know than no touchdowns at all. So I think he's a guy that's just such a workhorse, and he's yeah. a guy that he's a security blanket. He could do so many things. You know, he could go deep. He could go into spot. He could go short. I mean, I, he's gonna be that sleeper breakout because he has such a. And I hate calling it, like you said, a bad season last year, but just because of the fact of no touchdowns at all. But the guy was just, dude, he was, you know, he was getting double team. I mean, he was getting, he was the number one receiver in your team, but was getting the most attention. So I think that's my sleeper slash break, you know? So the I'll put him on the breakout and, and pick it to my sleeper. Let's, let's go that route. The only reason why I don't think Deontay Johnson is going to lead the league in targets is because Kirk Cousins has no one to throw to besides Addison and, you know, Justin Jefferson. So I think Jefferson will lead. I, Jefferson will lead in targets. Deontay's Deontay will be top five for sure. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. He'll be though. top five. I can't, I can't give you a target later because Kirk only throws to. Part of the reason why he had so many drops last year is because Kirk throws to you know, eleven man coverage. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I, I could definitely agree with that. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. <laughs> So definitely, I gotta, I gotta agree with you on that one. So, oh man, all right, fellas. So, Garrett, with that, I'm gonna let you lead off the, uh, the AFC South, my brother. Go ahead and give all me right. some love here on uh, who you got, who you got, man. Tell our audience who we got. So for locks, I gotta say, it, for locks for the Jaguars, I, I'm gonna go probably. I, I don't want to say. Yeah, no, I'm going to go Calvin for locks. Calvin Ridley is going to okay. absolutely be wide receiver one. He's already the best receiver on the team. That's not a shot at Kirk or Zay. I, I, he's just going to ball out. If he could ball out with an aging Matt Ryan, he could ball out with a young Trevor Lawrence. Um, for the Colts, my lock is Taylor if he's healthy. Um, for Honestly, outside of that, it's all running backs. Texans is Pierce, Titans is Henry. I mean, it, if, if Henry is not your lock for the AFC South for the Titans, I don't know what to tell you. No, exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I think we all agree on that one. You'll, you'll see people saying it's going to be Hopkins, and it's not. It, you, if you don't go no. Henry, which is, no. I, which is my lock as well, then don't play fantasy. Man. And I haven't played fantasy in 10 years, and I'm fucking telling you, Derrick Henry is a lock because he carries the whole freaking offense. If he can do Derrick it all. Henry. He's a part of that wide receiver, tight end, offensive lineman. Hell, just fucking clone Derrick Henry and just have a whole bunch of Derrick Henrys on the field. There, South Tennessee's problem. If he had two, if he got two Derrick Henrys on the field, you don't need Ryan Tannehill to throw the fucking ball. Man. Exactly. Right, if, if you, I could have it over. If Derrick Henry is not your lock for the Titans, I, I have a spot in my fantasy leagues for you. Um, yeah. And I, this one will be pay to play. And- <laughs> just for you though um because i'll take your money uh but that's it for all my locks for breakouts i think trevor lawrence has a ridiculous year 
I yeah. think the amount of disrespect that's been around Trevor Lawrence this offseason is absurd, and I'm tired of it. Uh, <laughs> to the point where even who, who's the idiot on Good Morning Football? Kyle Brandt. Even and Trevor Lawrence never tweets. He never goes on social media. Really, he never really yeah, tweets he, or anything. And he he, he literally added Kyle Brandt in Good Morning Football and said, "Games not played on paper." He's not like, wrong. No, not wrong. this this is the Duval till we die. Fuck them all tour featuring Trevor Lawrence and you know the entire the rest of the Jaguars team. We got McManus a kicker now. Like we're we're gonna be hitting sixty yard bombs like from from the we're kicking field goals from the fifty. <laughs> we're, we're gonna be fine so i think sleeper or breakout years trevor lawrence without a doubt i mean it, it, how do you not do well with this offense at this point they're year two so and, and, and with more weapons so and with this chip on your shoulder now because you had a great year last year you showed what you can be and everybody still thinks you're garbage Sorry, NFL top 100. I apologize, but Justin Fields, who I love and think is going to be a, absolutely be one of the breakout players this year, you have Justin Fields ahead of Trevor Lawrence as you know top players. Like I don't know who they asked, but no. <laughs> so I don't know. That's it for me on uh, breakouts for the Jags. Breakouts for the Texans. I think. Um... I'm curious on this one. I'm really curious. I know who my sleeper is. Um, oh, Mechie. Okay. Mechie yeah. will be my breakout. Mechie will be my breakout because Mechie is uh, apparently cancer-free, which happy for the guy. Yes. He was a stud in college. He'll be great. Um, so Mechie for me is definitely my breakout player. Um, he's also he's he's going to be my sleeper player too. Um, just to think Mechie's just going to be that guy. I think his ADP is next to nothing, but I think it's going to be a lot higher now that he's about to play. Um, hopefully, um, as for breakouts for the Colts, I think Alec Pierce. Keep talking, guys. Keep talking. Yeah, do your thing. So I think Alec Pierce is a breakout player for the Colts. Um, and then for the Titans, I, I don't know if we have a breakout player. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a breakout player for the Titans. I don't see it. I, I just it, – because it, it ain't it, – it's not going to be Tannehill. It's not going to be, you know, Willis. It's not going to be, um, yeah, it's not going to be Willis. It's not going to be, you know, any of those guys. So, for me, I, I don't really see a breakout player for the Titans. Well, it's definitely um, not going to be Mayo in the, in the coffee, uh, Will Levis, that's for sure. Full banana eating with the peel on. I can't throw uh, a pass more than 20 yards. <laughs> Only time I threw <laughs> 300 yards against nobody. <laughs> 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 Every game he had last year that was over 300 yards, I think the toughest team he played with for 300 yards was NIU. Yeah. That's it. So, I mean, it, that's it. – so, well, this is not a trash Will Levis thing. Um, so they dropped out the same quarterback. We're talking about. They've done the same yeah. shit here for two years. You just wasted two picks and on this, the same this, kind of caliber player, just different type of play style, right? So I, what the fuck, man? I mean, they did the same shit for three years. This is why I've been telling people that the Titans are rebuilding. Because not only did you take a quarterback last year, you took a quarterback this year. Um, And you're already giving up on the quarterback from last year on such a small sample size because I don't think Rabel and company know what the hell they're doing in Tennessee. So No, I have one breakout player for the Titans. Actually, I do. It's going to be Traylon Burks. 
Yeah, that was because D Hop is gonna get covered like crazy. Um, for bus for me, um, well for sleepers, it's just sleepers. For the Jaguars, it's tank. It's Tank Bigsby. He's gonna get a lot of the goal line touches. I think he's gonna be right. that. Um, he, he's gonna be why don't or Jamal Williams type player. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's just gonna be a, a he's he's your goal line vulture. He's gonna take all the he he's either gonna put up thirty points or he's gonna put up three. Like that's just how it is. Um. For the Colts, it's Josh Downs. I think him and Richardson already have a good connection. Richardson's going to be starting by the midpoint of the season, and I think, if not week one, and I think Downs is going to be his favorite go-to target. Um, again, sleeper for the Texans, it's Mechie. I think Mechie's going to have a great year. Um, for the Titans, my my sleeper is their defense. Okay. Because when healthy, so That's Titans good. last year had one of the top run defenses in the league, but they had the worst pass defense in the league. So if that pass defense can stay healthy, the Titans defense can be very good. So that's the only praise I'll ever give them. And Derrick Henry. Um, <laughs> no, that, that, defense, that defense is really good. It's actually the defense is good. One of the top defenses fantasy football for this uh, for this year. So yeah, the defense is solid. Bus players for me, Jaguars. It's Zay Jones. I think he loses a lot of touches mm-hmm. now that Kirk and you know you have Kirk, you have Calvin, yeah, you have Ingram, you've got. Parker Washington, who we drafted, who I think is going to slowly become more and more involved as the year goes on. For the Colts, it's Pittman Jr. I just don't think he's that good. He's good, but he's not a wide receiver one. The Colts are a team of wide receiver twos. Um, And that's just how it is. For the Texans, it's Robert Woods. Just because you either have Davis, the neck Mills throwing at you, or you have, you know, the young, unproven QB, CJ Stroud. Like, it's... Which Davis Mills, I think, also tied for Dak with interceptions in the league. So he was up. If he wasn't tied for first, he was second or third place. Um, and then for the Titans, it's Tana. It's either Tannehill or it's going to be D Hop. Okay. Just because it, it's I. He's mid. He's like Kirk Cousins' cousin. Like that. He's he's Kirk Cousins' cousin who doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> He's his crazy cousin, so I'm I'm out. Like it's Tannehill or, or D Hop, and I mean D Hop might D Hop will have a solid year just based purely on who he is as a player. But Tannehill will not have the year that a lot of these players. Oh, he's a great quarterback. Like no, he's not. The only way Tannehill's on my team is with a favorable matchup, and there's no one else available. Well, he's he's a good game manager. That's all. You know what I mean? And, and, yeah, and he fell and they don't do good fantasy numbers. Here one of the greatest running backs of all time, a really good offensive line and a hell of a defense, which they didn't have any of those in Miami. So, you know. No, their offensive line is suspect at best right now. Their offensive line is not very good. That was actually one of their biggest issues last year was offensive yeah. line issues, which is why. Yeah when, he yeah, first they, in, yeah, when he first got traded. That's the reason yeah. why he went fucking fired. Oh, yeah, and now he's getting hurt. They drafted uh, the kid out of Northwestern, which I'm not going to touch that dumpster fire. Um, they they drafted the kid from Northwestern. They signed people in free agency. They they know where their holes are, mm-hmm. and they tried to fix it. I just it, I don't see it. I think again. I think Derrick Henry just drags them to the finish line. But that that that's my you know my locks, my breakups, my sleepers, and my bust for the AFC South. Ah, good deal, good deal. All right, Jim, come on, man, give 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 me your best shot, man. Your best shot. Man. All right. Obviously, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh. Obviously, for the Jags, my lock is obviously Trevor Lawrence. Um, Mitch from uh, Days and Confused Twin Brother, obviously. Uh, I got <laughs> to go with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, now that you have Doug Peterson, you have the offensive weapons around you. Um, he, he, the, the ceiling for him only gets higher, right? Um, my sleeper pick is actually Calvin Ridley. Only because... 
it's going to be a full season where he's actually healthy after the dumb suspension he had to go through. Um, Let me start it. Thing, bro. They got to change that rule. That, um, that honestly, I think he has – he's a sleeper and the breakout for me. Um, I think he's going to have one of the biggest years he's had fully healthy, especially – again, he obviously did his thing with Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. With Trevor Lawrence, it's, it's, it's a, only that much higher. Um, as far as a bust – for the Jaguars, I have to agree with Garrett. I think it's Zay Jones. Zay Jones, the, the video I saw, just route running alone, he looks like he lost a step. And Calvin Ridley looks like he gained about 100 steps. So Zay Jones is the bust. Calvin Ridley's still on his rookie contract, by the way. Yeah. Which is absurd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he, didn't pay a year. he didn't get paid. So I think he's getting paid like ten million or something like that, right? I think he, he he's not making a lot. It, it, Calvin Ridley for our offense is going to be Lebowski's rug because it really ties the room together. Yep. <laughs> he is your he is the guy, right? So he's he's your alpha, right? He's your absolutely. Uh, he's your DK Metcalf, right? He's your DeAndre Hopkins with Houston back in the day. You know what I mean? He's our Julio. He's our he's Andre. Julio. He's our he is the he's guy our... that you can give him twelve targets. He's your 50-50 ball guy. You know what I mean? That's where when you have those type, you're Jefferson, you're Devontae Adams, right? He's that guy. That's he's a, he's a dog. You know, if so. you it, the video Jim's talking about, if y'all haven't seen it yet, it's it's basically again it's those muscle memory routes where you it's a ten yard in, mm-hmm. and you see Zay run it, and he looks a little slow. He's still faster than I could ever run it. And I was a wide receiver in high school. There's a reason why I don't play it anymore because uh, I was starting left bench. Um, but <laughs> I'll, I'll call myself out. I've been taking shots at everybody else. Let's take a shot at myself. So it, it's, you can see it. He had, you know, everything looked great, but then Calvin comes and runs the route and does it in two thirds of the time. Yeah. He's, he, he's just different. And that's not a shot. at big play Zay over here, but I mean, he's just different. Like Cal, Calvin's that dude. It, there's, there's some people who make it and there's some players who are good. They're, you know, they're route technicians, they're possession guys, you know, they're and they're great, but then some guys just do it all. And that's yep. what Ridley's going to make. Yep. Yep. Agent yep. zero. Yep. The, good, the good thing to see is Jose's got to get his on the of course. broken plays and those, you know, hey, I, we just hit Zay on a fucking 40-yard bomb, right? The defense is completely screwed up with uh, Ridley and, uh, you know, and, and DJ and, uh, and what, I mean, Kirk and what you might call Ingram. It's, it's going to be one of those things. He's got to get his. He's just not going to be the guy that I think last year, the role that he had last year was much bigger. Thank just, you for not thank you for not learning how to use Evan Ingram, by the way. I appreciate that as a Jaguars fan. You know, uh, fuck Evan Ingram. Right? Better finger. <laughs> uh, you know, he couldn't catch shit for us because he dropped everything and the man can't block to save his life. Get it? I know we have a, a freaking dumpster fire of coaching carousel, and you know, I get it. I get it. You know, we drafted him for that because we knew like that dude can. You know what he is. Bodies, so. I, I had to take one shot. Yeah, I, I know. I had the butterfingers lying in my head already, just ready to go, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy, man. He dropped everything with us. But hey, look, hey, you know, we we drafted him for what he's doing for you guys. So I'm glad, you know, we drafted take him. it. All right, Jim. Sorry to mean to catch you up to you. Thank you, right, man. It's all good. That's what it's about: shooting the shit and everybody's opinions. And yeah, Ingram couldn't catch shit in New York. He couldn't even catch COVID if he tried. Okay, but that's and that's my shot. Uh, well, for the Colts, still don't catch COVID. You know what I mean? It's uh... yeah. Uh, the Colts. I think obviously the the uh, the lock and breakout is going to be Jonathan Taylor, assuming he's healthy. Um. 
The bust, honestly, I got to agree, I think it's going to be Pittman Jr. He's not a wide receiver one. He's a two or three at best. Um, You know, especially with all the other weapons they have around, I don't think he'll be featured as much as maybe he should be. But then again, who knows? We're just making predictions. These aren't spoilers or anything. So any Colts fan that's upset that I'm saying he's going to be a bust, you know where to find me on Twitter. It's not that hard. You can voice your displeasures. I could care less. Scroll um, to the bottom of the screen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> for the, uh, I'm going to leave the Titans for last, so I'll go to the Texans. I think Stroud is the lock and breakout okay. because there's no way that Jeffrey the Giraffe Mills is starting. There is no way. Yeah. You could go through another season. of You drafted Stroud, too, for a reason. This is the guy who's going to take that team to where it needs to be. It's it's not Jeffrey the Giraffe. It's C.J. Stroud. So he's the lock in the breakout. Uh, my sleeper is Metsy, only because he hasn't played yet. And even though he was great in college, mm-hmm. we don't know what he's going to be on the NFL level. But he's the sleeper. And then the bust for me, I think their defense, even though Ryans is a defensive coach, I think that defense takes a step back only because it's still got to acclimate and gel that I think you have a down year with the defense. But going into a second year under D'Amico Ryans, I think it'll improve. But for this year, that's the bust. I'm shocked you didn't pick Damian Pierce as your lock because even with Jeffrey to the draft, he put up almost 1,000 yards of total offense. Yeah, but can you rely on that all year? With That's Davis the thing. Okay, if Giraffe Neck, who a turtleneck looks like a regular sweater on him, <laughs> is the quarterback, then yes, Pierce would be the lock. But I'm going into this with Stroud being quarterback number one and Mills is holding the clipboard like Mason's going to in Pittsburgh. All right, so <laughs> Mr. Whack-a-Mole himself. Oh my God, yeah, Mr. I still don't get why you 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 still have three fucking quarterbacks. I mean, it's it's insane. Well, because ain't it, it, and you can't. I, I don't. I, I don't need. I, I don't need the brunette version of Zach, of Zach Morris on this team. I just don't fucking need it. The, the 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 guy has proved nothing in all his time in Pittsburgh. He's just utter trash. Cut ties with him. He got a nice I just, I love seeing all the... He, the, he has a nice yes. swing, though. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. He, he could take a hit. He could certainly sorry, take a hit. He could take a hit. It's it, I, And I love... Speaking of Mormon Mason Rudolph, I love seeing all of Jeff's Twitter hype up Zach Wilson. When Rodgers is gone, he's going to be great. I'm like, no, he's not. He was he's crap dead, before. He already, he's going to be crap now. Yep. Uh, but then getting into the Titans... If you're not picking Derek, Derek Henry as your lock, you're an idiot. Don't play fantasy. Don't watch football. Don't even play Madden. Do Just play don't... fantasy. Play in my league. I'll start one of those leagues. I'll take people's money. I ain't got no issue with that. Uh, I think breakout only because teams, the teams are going to double team Hopkins. It'll leave Burks open to be that breakout guy. Um, Sleeper is going to be Burks as well, but the bust is none other than Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. The dude is just trash. he's trash. He walked ass backwards into a quarterback 
back position in Tennessee where he only looks good because of Derrick Henry. Because he's that game manager type guy. Failed wide receiver Ryan Tannehill. Let's call him what he is. Yeah, you know, hey, look, look, believe it or not, give him credit. He's earned some good fucking points for somebody that, you know, took the position over or not, you know, uh, later on in his career. So uh, that part, I, I give him credit. And he took the Giants probably further. He he got he got the bag for being better than Jake Locker. That's true. And Marcus exactly. Mariota, which do with that what you will. Marcus Mariota is now <laughs> five Philly, so, you know, it is, it is what it is. And good, hey, good job there, Jim. You know, see, man, you you you, you under uh, you underestimated yourself when he came to like I'm playing fantasy football. You got those are some really good locks, good breakouts, right, Jared? I mean, he. That's what I, Jim is the sleeper. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, baby. Damn. So I agree with a lot of what you guys say, and I'm going to kind of run like I did before on some of these, and. Uh, I'm going to start with the Houston Texans. Let me start from the bottom to the top here. Um, again, my lock is Damian Pierce for sure. I think this kid is going to have a monster year if healthy. He proved uh, last year on the you know before he got hurt that he's an all-purpose back, uh, a three-down back. He could do it all, man, pretty much. Uh, my sleeper, and you guys didn't mention him, but I think he's going to have a good year. It's all dependent on the quarterback, of course. Nico Collins. All right, Nico he was Collins. He's a sleeper there. last year. Yeah, well, you know what? Brandon Cook's not there anymore, so. I know Menchie's back and he's healthy, but I think Nico is your number one receiver right now. So I think that's my sleeper or slash, slash breakout. You could say that. Because uh, you could honestly say that if CJ Strauss starts and he has a, you know, decent year, you know, you could say, you know, 20 touchdowns, 30 interceptions, and he rushes five more, that could be a sleeper or a breakout performance as well. That's going to be tough. That's a really bad offensive line. Uh, but that's where I'm at, I'm at right there. I think Nico, it's going to have finally his breakout years. Brandon Cooks is no longer around. He is the guy right now. At wide receiver, he's the guy with the big balls, man. It's his job to lose the targets. He's the number one uh, target. Uh, going to uh, – I'm not going to pick a bust from that team because it's, they already have enough busts for their you know life, uh, so I don't think it's fair. Uh, but moving on <laughs> to the uh, – uh, to the Titans, oh, the Tennessee Titans, of course, man. Yeah, you got to be smoking crack uh, if you're not uh, following the, the, you know, you're not taking Derrick Henry at the bottom line, dude. Uh, he's he's your stud. He's your lock. Bust for sure. I think Ryan Tannehill has shown you everything he can. Look, he's, he's probably a really, really good game manager, but, you know, 15 touchdowns, uh, you know, eight interceptions or 10 interceptions is not going to cut it. I know that defense keeps them in games, but – I think this year, Tannehill is either going to go out on an injury and they're going to have to be forced to use Will Levis, it's like last year, more than they did Malik Willis and what was the other guy, Joshua Dobbs? I mean, Josh Dobbs. Yeah. Ryan yeah. Ryan over the hill is what he is right oh now. Oh, my gosh. It was such a – I mean, watching that was like watching paint dry in the summer day. So, hey, I'll take it. Yeah. He, you know threw a, I mean? he, he fumbled the ball and threw a fantastic interception. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it was, that was a fumble, Titans fans. Come at me. I don't care. Yeah. That was a fumble. No, the ball was out <laughs> – the That's arm right. back here, and then the ball coming out before this motion happens is a fumble. <laughs> just how it works. <laughs> just what a fumble is. Don't tell that to Tom Brady. No, I, I loved how he actually said, like, oh, yeah, you know, we, we got the uh... – it might have been a fumble. <laughs> yeah, it only took him like 20 years later. Yeah, it took him 20 years later on. 
took him 20 years later on what fucking TikTok to admit admit what we known for 20 years. I don't care. It don't matter to me. NFL makes up the rules as they go along. Exactly. I, I think we <laughs> lost. I think we lost him. Well, I, I guess it's. The... Sorry, fellas. I hit the. I hit the back button by accident there. I mean, I was trying to like look toggle through my internet here. We just kept rolling. We're like, all right, I guess it's us now. Oh, no, that's good. That's good. I freaking hit the back of my head there. So I'm over here, look, I've got to go to the next point here. Where the hell did I leave off anyway? Though? I was talking about Tennessee. Is that what it was? So, yeah. yeah. yeah pretty we, much, we man. Look, oh, shit. Yeah, t- look, Tennessee, uh, Derek Henry, you're smoking crack if you're not, you know, if you're not picking him. I think uh, we're going to have uh, – Breakout from them, I think definitely. I'm gonna give it to DeAndre Hopkins because he might, if he's healthy and plays a full season, he's gonna have a better year than last year. Um, he's just one of those guys that look though. Yeah, you know, Colt McCoy last year he still had he still had some good games with whatever bullshit he got throwing to him. Um, and I think he's got to come throwing to him now. (laughs) Yeah, Colt McCoy throwing to him now. That's what Tannehill is. Technically, technically. (laughs) Hey, Red Savage, thanks for joining on. I mean, yeah, I mean that's that's uh. That, that's pretty much, man. Uh, boss for sure. The Ryan Tannehill. So I think that's where I left off. So they, they, it yeah. is what it is. For Ryan, you, you got you hit your ceiling with Ryan. You're not gonna get more than what he had from last year, and I think that's pretty much that's that's the bottom line. Um, next, where are we at? Uh, let's go to the Jacksonville Jags. Uh, look, uh, Trevor Lawrence for sure. You're locked. Breakout because he didn't play last year is gonna be Calvin Ridley. Um, sleeper, man. So it, this is a good one because I'm not too familiar with him. But um, shit, I, I you know I don't. I, you can't say Travis ATN because he's he's your starter. I mean, and he had a good season last year. I, I think Travis, I think Travis may be borderline on the bus wagon, right? Because I think he, we, I think everybody saw what he could do. I don't know, man. I just don't trust the back that is dependent on just big plays. You know what I mean? If you noticed last year, not only got great yards per carriage, right? But he's one of those guys that when he breaks out, right, he, he was either a, a, a dump down that he took like 50 yards for a touchdown. That's where his fantasy value came up. I mean, he wasn't getting you, you know, 25 touches and, and your carries and 150 yards rushing. You know what I mean? He would get you close to, but he was, he was big plays. He's, he's dependent on big plays. So that's where I have a, a you know, borderline. I, I think he might be a bust on that team for that table. Like I said, I don't want to take Say Flower because Say Flower wasn't really a breakout or a sleeper before. You know what I mean? He was just a guy that fit the mold. You know, he's like a Sky Moore, right? You know, you need those type of players that can uh, can, can run certain plays that is going to help the other big names in that team. So, uh, breakout, man. I, I you can't say Evan Ingram because he he was the breakout player last year. Mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, Which you know, I like I, I, look, I, I guess sleeper. I like I like that rookie you guys have, man. That uh, that running back. I Same think he's going to get. Yeah, I think he's gonna he's get a lot of and play, and I, you know, he might, he's gonna, and that's why I think he's gonna steal some of the, some of the scoring opportunities. For, that's um, he's he's a goal line vulture. That's what he's gonna yeah. be. He's gonna so, he's gonna take all the goal line touches. But he's just bigger than ETN. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, yeah. I mean, if I think about it, less wear and tear. And when you take ATN season and what you saw from him, I'm not saying he's a bad back. I mean, shit. I mean, he's better than what you had before, and you got a great easy. 
Yeah, you I know. love I love James. James, I know. Well, listen, dog. James wasn't supposed to be that guy as good as you thought you were going to be. You got a nice return on your investment, right? By the way, we got mm. him in the Giants. I hope he gives us some of those twenty twenty numbers. You know? I hope he does too. I love James. James, James, yeah, James Robinson. I know you're not listening, but you are easily one of my favorite running backs in this league, dude. The, it's it's the story is great. The player is great. I, I love the game. It's I, I hate the raw deal he got. He did, man. He got messed up. Yeah, you, you drafted a running back. You know, I mean, it, it who you telling? <laughs> who are you telling? I am being hopeful. I am being hopeful that he's gonna have. Look, I I want him to be that guy that can take. You know, he's a, such a great receiving back as well, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The dude can catch, can get you five receptions and you know fifty yards and a touchdown any given Sunday, right? And another 45, 60 running as well because he he has that breakout break breakaway ability, but. Um, I, I'm hoping that he's back a little bit, you know, shades of that 2020, right? It was, it was a really good season for, for him. Uh, let me see here. For uh, yeah, I think that's it pretty much. And honestly, you know, another decent lock. Your defense is going to be pretty good. Oh yeah, so we'll I be fine. Uh, yeah, I think that's one a breakout our, breakout defense. They, they're, one they're of our bad. biggest issues on defense was in the slot because mm-hmm. if if playoff Chad Henney can drive the ball down the field and score yeah. on us in the eight, and you know. I, it's that was our biggest issue, and we drafted the kid out of Texas A and M to uh, cover that. So I think we we in the draft we fixed, I'd say ninety five percent of our issues. No, oh, you you guys drafted to plug the hole that you yeah. have. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, you, your freaking quarterback is was the biggest hole that a team has. You don't have that problem. We so like you said, you know, Calvin Ridley is playing this year. You you plucked a lot of holes this year. You know, you got another running back, right? You got. Like you said, you worked on your line. You worked on the defense. So that's, that's really good. With the Colts, of course, is all they live and die by Jonathan Taylor, man. You know, he's another Derrick Henry. So uh, I agree with both of you on Pittman. He is not an alpha. Uh, I think he's been uh, overhyped throughout his whole career. I'm not saying the guy's a scrub. The guy's a, in a good offense as the second guy. Hey, look, he could be the Adam Thielen. You know what I'm saying? In a, in, in a team like, like that. Um, but he's not your number one. You know, they he's not your number one. And unfortunately, when you have a carousel of quarterbacks, I mean, you go from like wash up guys and, and you know, Matt Ryan. Uh, what was uh, what was the guy before from Philadelphia? Uh, yeah, Rivers, Foles. Oh, yeah, Foles. Yeah, no, who's the other guy, man? Didn't they have also uh, the one who uh, lost the job, Jalen Hurts? I can't think oh, of that. Carson Wentz. Wentz. So this oh, is the you had thrown to this kid. And that's the defense everybody has on right now. Play with shitty quarterback. No, I don't think if we put a good quarterback and he's the number one guy, he's not going to be the number one. He's not going to put a number one number. So I think he's be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I think he's my he's my but he is. Yeah, he is. He's my bus. He's my bus for sure there. Uh, And uh, man, uh, sleeper in this team, man. I don't. uh, You know what, man? Hey, I'm going to go crazy here. Alec Pierce. Alec Pierce. You know, with a limited amount of chances he had last year. Because, you know, Paris Campbell is not there anymore. He's with us, by the way. Nope. So, oh, I know. I think Alex has got a benefit of those open looks, right, and not a lot of attention like, you know, Paris Campbell did last year. So, But, again, it all lives and die with who's going to be a quarterback. I don't think Richardson is ready to be that guy. I mean, shit. Richardson is going to play, but Richardson will, will make things happen. Not so much with his arm because he's going to struggle with his accuracy, right? The speed of the game is going to be different. But he's going to be the guy like Justin Field did in his first couple of years. He could run, right? He can make exciting plays. He's a playmaker like Lamar Jackson. I think that offensive line puts up in that defense, 
and you get that from him, you might have a, you know, eight and nine like that. But on, on Richardson. And I don't think you said he's not going to start, right? They, they, they haven't said that he's going to be day one star. But, but also, their other quarterback is Minshew. So it's, it's which I love Gardner. Yeah. Uh, but it's, you know, Minshew's not a season starter. So. Minshew is the Ryan Fitzpatrick, great, great British quarterback, right? You know what I mean? Hey, yeah. if you want to start five or six games, let your guy, you know, let, let your guy that you're uh, building the team around get comfortable. Minshew is that kind of guy. He's the kind of guy, he's a gunslinger mentality. If your quarterback gets hurt, he'll give you two, three games, right? You know, Fitzpatrick. Yeah. That's remember, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's, he's your bridge quarterback. He's a, he's a gap uh, filler uh, for the meantime. And I think, yeah, you're right. He probably starts three. I mean, don't get me wrong. Richardson will probably start at one point in the season. Four, five, six games, whatever the case may be. So he starts by week four. Yeah. Yeah. That's just really the If the Colts start 0 3, they're going to Richardson. They'll start 0 3. Because they yeah. have, they have, um, I think they play us first. Oh, yeah. So they're starting 0 1 for sure. Um, <laughs> also, I, ho- I hope you didn't pay Paris Campbell like you paid Kenny Galladay. I don't think we did, bro. Not at all, though. He gave me cheap. There was another, there was another shot there. Oh my God! <laughs> Can he get picked up? Hands, at all? I have no idea. Hands are ready to be for everybody, man. Oh yeah, he, he, you know, he, I don't think he's played with the team. He's the last dumbass no. give him fifty-six million dollars, you know. No, it's which, it, which I mean, look, it, I'm I'm talking a lot of shit for someone who paid Nick Foles sixty-seven million dollars. So I can't really, you know, we all make mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> No, we've, since, look, since Eli Manning, bro, you know, held the team, we actually had some consistency with Coughlin there. We've, we've been we've been the joking, you know, we've been like the laughing stock, one of the laughing stocks of the league as a Giants fan, bro. You know, it sucks when you when you're it's beating the Cowboys, bro. When you're beating Tom Brady, you know, twice in the Super Bowl, nobody can say they've done that, all right. Uh, it, you know, even if it was only two Super Bowls within a span of four or five years, that, that's that's a really good feat. Then all of a sudden, you're going complete like you know, I you know. Complete like go away mode and never and disappear. And we should have beaten him in the. We should have beaten him in the AFC Championship. Yeah, we should have. We absolutely should have. And I'm not mad. The only play I'm not mad about during that, which I, I could be on this pedestal all day. Yeah. Uh, Miles Jack wasn't down. Hell of a play by Stefan Gilmore to break up that pass, and that's we'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Hey, look, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Um. Well, look, uh, with that being said, uh, overall, I think your respective teams give me three wild predictions from each of your squads. Start with you, Jim, uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Give me three wild things out of the top of the head there that you think it's going to be shit that's going to happen to be nice or whatever. Or it's going to suck. Uh, wow. Uh, let's see. Record. Uh, Kenny Pickett's going to pass with 5,000 yards. Some crazy shit like that. You know, what do you think? Realistic. Optimistic. Realistically, I'm going to go crazy on this one. Even though earlier I said the Bengals will win the North, I'm just going to go crazy. For some reason, I'll, I'll, I'll be like one of those Homer Steeler fans for like two seconds. The Steelers are winning the North. That's going to be the craziest thing that you're going to see. Uh, I think Najee is going to come close to 2,000 yards rushing. Because wow. they have they have to go back to that old Steeler run game to get okay. the passing game going. You have to go back to that ground and pound like they had with Bettis and and Barry Foster and all those guys, right? 
And the third wildest thing is Matt Canada finally realizes how to call an offense without calling the same play 32 times. And the opposing defense is saying, they're running the same play. They're running the same play. That's what I think is – those are the three wildest things I think will happen. Okay. Go ahead, Gary. Go out of style there. For me, uh, <laughs> I think the Jaguars – wild predictions. Oh, you want to say it? They win the Super Bowl. Come on, just say it. No, yeah, no, no. He was to win the division, bro. That's, that's, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not going to be that guy because everybody knows I'm already thinking it. But <laughs> <laughs> Jaguars undefeated Super Bowl. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I so I I think we we do what every team does in the NFL to some degree. I think we lose a game we should win. I think we lose to the Saints on Thursday night. Um, for some, un- we, we lose to, you know, Marv and the rest of this, uh, the wet bandits over there. Um, <laughs> he looks like Marv from Home Alone. He looks like Marv from Home Alone, yeah. So, which, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I, I think we lose to the Saints. Um, I think that, I think we go back-to-back dubs in London. Just because it's it's the Falcons, we're going to be fine. I'm not worried about that. And then don't you we guys have, always win in London, though? No, we don't always win in London. But this time we're playing back to back, so we're not actually coming back and then going back later. And we have the uh, Josh Allen versus Josh Allen rematch. Uh, so we have the superior Josh Allen. Um, Buffalo has the inferior Josh Allen. Which, if you know, you know. Well, look, look at what happened. He cooked him in the one game they played against each other. So, anyways, I think we, you know, I think we lose the game. We should win. I think we lose to the Saints. I think we go back to back Dobbs in London. Um, and hmm, what do you say record wise? Thirteen and four. What is seventeen games? Right. Seventeen games. I could see twelve and five or thirteen and four. Okay. I, Jaguars win twelve games. Okay. That, that's that's my last bold prediction. Jaguars win twelve games because I mean I don't. I don't want to get too ridiculous with it because I mean, yeah, like I, every fan thing, like I don't want to be a Cowboys fan here. I don't want to be a guy. We're winning everything this year. Dax, I could throw a whole interception, uh, which he already threw one in practice, which was hilarious. <laughs> That's another guy. Yeah, another. I'm not. I'm not going to be that guy. You know, I'm, I'm not going to be. You know, a Browns fan. I'm not going to be. You know, I, I don't want to be. Fan. I, won't be, don't. I won't be a Jets fan either, so I'm not going to say we're going to win it all. But I will say that, you know, we. I think we go – I think we can go back to the AFC Championship. I really think we do. I think we have that potential. So I think we lose We lose a game we should lose against the Saints. Uh, yeah, I'll lose a game we should lose against the Saints while going back-to-back dubs in London. Um, I think we win 12 games minimum, and I think we go to the AFC Championship game. I don't know if we win it, but I think we go. That's a big. That's a big improvement, right? You know, absolutely. Year, year wise, though, it's huge. I mean, you do on paper, you do have a good team, and you guys set the bar high by you know have, what having one of the biggest comebacks in you know in playoffs. I mean, you're what we've done by twenty four, and Third then even the comeback in playoff history. Yeah, regardless of the um, the you know uh, Patrick Mahomes being hurt, you played Kansas City really freaking tough. You know what I'm saying? We did. So, uh, I, I guess you know, and you know, year three. Uh, with, uh, like I said, Sunshine or Goldilocks, whichever you want to call them. Um, you know, he, he's he's has to, he's improved from year one to year two tremendously. You know, third year, he has a, you know, 
second year and with a really good coach in that offense, you, you, you could see, uh, I think you could see some crazy numbers. So. Hey, I'm yeah, actually going to make some wild predictions, one and one for each of you guys before we go. So here's one thing. Trevor Lawrence, he's probably going to pass 4,000 yards. Yep. All right. I think that's very possible. I can see that. All right. Definitely. Uh, definitely. I think he's going to get 30 touchdowns. I think he had 25 last year. He ran for like three or four. I think he's going to get 30 overall. I mean, maybe 34, not passing, but overall, right? Because, he, he, you know, he, he uses his feet. And, you know, not as much as college, but he can still see scores a lot in the red zone. Uh, so you're thinking he's going to play like a top five quarterback? I think so. I th- I'm with you. That's my other probably bold prediction. I think this is the year he makes the jump to elite quarterback status. I think he he has the potential to be a top five quarterback in this league. Yeah, he, he does. He does. I mean, you drafted him for that reason. And I think, yep. you know, so I think in the, any, I think I said, Doug Peterson, yes, he's in the right place now. You know what I mean? Not, not like year one. Uh, Jim and your team, honestly, I, 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 I'm with you with Najee Harris. I don't think he's going to rush for 2,000 yards, but I think he could have close to 2,000 yards, maybe 18 or 1,700 is all purpose yards. He's definitely going to yeah. rush over 1,000, maybe 1,300. But I think this dude can have 500. Remember, we keep forgetting the man can fucking play the the catching the passing downs really well. He can catch the ball, man. He, he did it. He's another guy that can that can get you four or five receptions. So I think all purposely, your, your dude can have maybe not 2,000, but probably, you know, 1,700, 1,800. All purpose yeah. Uh, from you know, from scrimmage, so I that's not out of the realm. I mean, he's one of my high picks. I hope I don't he doesn't bust me this year because you know, I got the 12th pick <laughs> in my big money league. So you know, I drop back, <laughs> back, man. I gotta I gotta make shit work. Gentlemen, I appreciate you guys having you know be coming on, man. Please tell the audience where can they find you. Shout out your social medias, your podcast, and all that good shit, man. So they could find you guys. Jim, you got this one first. All right. Well, you can find me on the dumpster fire known as Twitter as. Garrett, now, thank you. Oh, yeah, the dump fire now. No, X now, which is going to get confused with X videos and anything ah. related to, to that genre. Looking nuts, bro. This is going to be great. Um, you can find me on there, Fan in the Van podcast. Uh, all my episodes are on every platform you can think of Apple, Spotify, Good Pods. Pretty much where everybody listens to everybody else's podcast is where you're going to find all my episodes. And don't listen to it with your kids because some of them do get a bit off the rails. So don't. I'm just letting you know right now. It's not made for kids. I'm telling you now. I don't want parents coming at me. I let my let my son listen to your show and you are disgusting. Because bad parenting. I'm pre warning you now. As a parent, I'm pre warning you. I don't even let my own kid listen to my podcast. Would you and take your child to go see Deadpool? <laughs> it's kind of odd. Look at it. Uh, me personal, I mean, from some of the shit she watches on Netflix that I've seen her watch, at this point, why not? Go see Deadpool all you want. Just don't listen to my podcast. <laughs> you can hear someone else talk about it. Don't hear me talk like that. Yeah, exactly. Right, Garrett, where can they find you, brother? We got two or two different places you can find us. So uh, definitely on Twitter for one of them. One of them's at TDS and Pod. That's me and one of my best friends from college, Jalen, doing a more clean version of, you know, the shows and stuff like that. Uh, Jim and I always do steal and teal talk uh, down the rabbit hole, off the rails, whatever you feel like calling it um, that day. That one's over on. I got a second show, which I, I will be the first to admit. I need to upload to that one more. Um, it's called Is This a Bad Take? It's ITA Bad Take Pod on Twitter. Um, two Dudes of Sports News is at TDS and Pod on Twitter as well. Find me there. That's the easiest way to get in touch with me. Give me, you know, tell me I'm right. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't care. If I have the time, I'll argue with you. If I don't, I'm just going to move on with my day. Um, but listen to the shows they're on every platform possible. Don't, you can't tell me they're not, they're there. Uh, you know, we're, 
we were on Stitcher even till it shut down. Um, but <laughs> Apple, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, all of them, both shows are on there. It's the best place to find us. And they got to see you guys in Rumble, bro. I, I want to see what kind of reaction I get with this one. So you know, this will be interesting. Yeah, let me know how it goes. I'll let you guys know. Well, gentlemen, I appreciate you guys coming on, man. All right. Uh, thanks for coming along. We actually, look, I, I think I told you earlier on that I like to keep my shit under an hour. I was just about to say something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Hey, when, when, when the, when the beer, you know what they say in the bar, right? When the beer is flowing and, you know, midnight hits and the good chick in the corner starts to look hot, bro, just keep going. Right. So, exactly. So, Only hey, you- show. appreciate the content, man. You guys are really, really good. And uh, don't you know, pull the hot picture unless you're Aaron Boone. There we go, brother. <laughs> Everybody else, good boy. We couldn't end it any other way. You know what I'm <laughs> oh man! Hey, Garrett, Jim, your boy, E-Man from the Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast, signing out. Peace.